Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. It's a Saturday. Scones coming at you, 902 right here on the fan. Number to dial, 877-337-6666. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter, B underscore Rascona. That's B underscore R-A-S-C-O-N-A. Again, I'm back on the right side of midnight for a change. And I'm taking you to 1 o'clock till Rosenberg takes over. Polly Rosenberg, Vincent Von Vincent, Paul's Randomness, whatever you want to call him. He'll take over at 1 o'clock. Number to dial 877-337-6666. We got a lot to get into right now in the tri-state area as far as sports goes. And we're going to do it right here on the fan. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the QB situation on both teams. I understand that. We'll get into that, too. And rule changes in Major League Baseball. Interesting thing happened yesterday with the Red Sox. But I want to start with the New York Knicks. And the reason why I want to start with the New York Knicks is because when the hell was the last time we start with the New York Knicks? They won eight in a row for a second time this season. They beat the Heat last night in dramatic fashion in Miami. Julius Randle with a three-pointer in the corner. And listen, I'll be the first guy if you heard me often. I'm not an NBA guy like I used to be. But it's impossible living in New York in the tri-state area with the way the Knicks are going and the trajectory that they're going. It's impossible to pay attention to not pay attention to what they're doing. They're beating teams left and right. They beat Boston. They blew out the Nets. They beat the Heat last night. They got a game against Boston tomorrow night. And this team is kicking on all cylinders. And I don't know. You must be living under a rock if you don't know what the Knicks are doing right now. It is insanity. They're moving up the Eastern Conference standings. They're flip-flopping with the Cavaliers. And we'll get to if they can hold the candle to the Sixers or the Celtics or the Bucks when they come into the playoff time right now because I don't think they're going to catch either of those teams. I don't think they're going to get that hot with only a few weeks left to play. But you look at this Nick team right now, and when they're meandering around this 500 record, right, people want to throw Tibbs out of the town, right? Well, Tibbs is a defensive coach, and, you know, they're running and gunning and – Well, I think Tibbs was trying to find out what lineup was the best for this team. And he found it out. He sat Jalen Rose. He sat Fournier. He sat Cam Reddish. And he went with the guys that want to give 150% every play. Now, don't forget, Thibodeau was a disciple of Pat Riley, Jeff Van Gundy. And Jeff Van Gundy and Pat Riley want guys to give 110% every play. So going back to that and the correlation with Pat Riley, when you look at the game from last night 
And I didn't turn it on. I'm going to be completely, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I watched every second from opening tip. I didn't. I got locked into the Murdoch murders on, on Netflix, all right, to be honest with you. And then I got into the Knicks around three minutes into the third quarter. And Breen's saying how the Knicks were up 17 at one point. Well, a Pat Riley team is not going to bend over. They're not going to fall apart. It's just not going to happen. You could sit here and tell me Spolstra, who's number 20 on the all-time NBA wins list, he's a great coach. Okay, fine. He's an extension, in my mind, of Pat Riley. And what you saw last night, come the third quarter, the Miami Heat started pinning their ears back and playing defense. I mean, they were all over the Knicks. That's why they claimed they, they climbed right back into that game last night, in my mind. Climbed right back in. And it was to the it was to the point of the defense of what Miami did. I mean, it was unreal. So you go through the third quarter, Miami climbs in, they're within six or whatever it is coming out into the fourth quarter. And then you watch the fourth quarter, and the Knicks are hanging tough. They are. Give credit. Give credit to Julius Randle. Give credit to Emmanuel Quickly. Give credit to every Mitchell Robinson who's been playing out of his mind since he's been back from his injury. Give credit to all these guys. You have to. Jalen Brunson, and we'll get to that about Jalen Brunson being hobbled during the game. We'll get to that during the process of this open. 877-337-6666, number to dial. But Jalen Brunson last night is given 110%. Josh Hart has been giving 110% since he's joined the Knicks. And that's a Thibodeau team. That's what Thibodeau wants. So it's literally last night I'm watching a game, and I'm saying to myself as I'm tweeting about the game, it's 110% both sides of the floor. I mean, this is like serious basketball. And I know Joe and Evan were talking about it earlier today, and they were trying to make a correlation about the Miami Heat and Nick rivalry back in the early 90s. It is kind of like that, but it's not because the game has changed. You know, the game didn't end, the game didn't end 92 to 87 last night. Both teams were in the hundreds. But the way they were going back and forth during that process was unreal. Then you get to the dying minutes of the game, right? Get to the dying minutes of the game. And Emmanuel quickly gets called for a hand-checking call when Tyler Hero, I believe, runs in. I believe it was Bam Adebayo. But Hero runs into Bam Adebayo's shoulder and gets knocked on his backside. They call a foul on quickly. And I had even tweeted about it. It's like, when is there going to be common sense factored in to any of these calls? I understand that the referees, they don't make the rules. They have to carry out the rules. I understand that. But when is when is the common sense factor? Like, the reason why Tyler Hero got separated from the basketball wasn't because Emmanuel Quick, Quickly's left hand grazed his belly. That wasn't the reason. And what happened? He gained possession. Tyler Hero laid the ball in. They took the lead. And I'm saying, I can't believe the Knicks are going to lose this game on a BS call like I just saw. And then the Knicks come down the other end. Julius Randle on the inbound loses the ball. Typical, right? And I'm rolling my eyes because, again, Julius Randle, he's feast or famine in my mind. It's either you're going to love him or you're going to hate him. You're going to lose the game because of him. You're going to win the game because of him. And that's the type of player he is. But he loses the ball, comes back into the corner, Hoists up a three, nails it, his arms in the air, going nuts. And I was going nuts. I'm sitting there on the couch. I got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. But I'm watching the game knowing I have to host tonight. And I'm watching this game and I'm going, I can't believe what I'm watching right now. I can't believe what just happened. But midseason with this Nick team, 
guys, people were ready to run Thibodeau out of the town right now. They were ready to run him out of the town because I can't believe a defensive coach is not playing defense. I can't believe that we're letting up this many points per game. I can't believe, you know what Thibodeau was doing? He's trying to figure out the best possible lineup to get on the floor at all times. And I think he's found it. And bringing in Jalen Brunson and bringing in Hart were two guys that are going to give 115% every play of every game. And this is what I'm getting to, what I was saying. We'll get to Jalen Brunson. He was hobbled last night, went into the locker room, came back out, started playing again. I think it's funny because I'm a traditionalist, and I'm the type of guy that's going to be like, I don't care about load management. I don't want load management. Let these guys play. I grew up at a time where these guys were playing 82 games a year. It's funny because the Knicks are actually competitive, and they might win a, a round or two in the playoffs. And after seeing Jalen Brunson over the last month, and he's hobbled often, I'm afraid. And I even tweeted about it. I might start thinking about load management. Like, I understand you want a certain seed. I don't want to face Milwaukee. I don't want to face Philly. I don't want to face the Celtics, even though we had their number as of late. And tomorrow night's going to really, really, like, this is real now. I was talking about it uh, with Barbari before his update. Like, if the Knicks beat... The Celtics tomorrow night at the Boston Garden. It's not the TD Garden in my mind. It's the Boston Garden. If they go and beat the Celtics tomorrow night in the TD Garden, Boston Garden, it's real now. Like, this is a real thing. Like, the Knicks just beat the Celtics at home a week ago, and now they just went up to Boston and beat them again. Now it's real. I still don't want to see them in the first round. I'd rather see Cleveland and Donovan Mitchell and... The rest of the crew uh, with Cleveland. But now it's like, if they beat Boston tomorrow, now it's real. The Knicks are real. And that's going to be the true testament tomorrow night, Sunday night. But I'm, I'm, I'm particular to the point where Jalen Brunson has been hobbled. He gives 115%. And you know what? It's a testament to Jay Wright. I mean, Jay Wright and Villanova, whether it's Josh Hart whether it's Jalen Brunson, whether it's any of the guys that came out of Villanova, they give 110% every minute of every game. And you could see that. And Pat Riley's defense last night came on fourth quarter. They were ready to play. And that's the heat. That's what Spolster's team is all about. And the Knicks overcame it. And Thibodeau is a big part. And you got to, you know what? At this point, hats off to Tibbs. And now he's my coach. At this point... When you're a Nick fan, he's my coach. He is my guy now. That is it. I had questions early on in the season. They're meandering around the 500 record. This is it now. Thibodeau's my guy. I'm sorry. I don't want anybody else. I don't want anybody else. The Knicks may fall flat on their face. They may lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's fine. I want Tibbs. I'm sorry. These guys are playing for him. They want to be on the floor. And if you watch the post game last night with Randall. As just before he's getting on with Mike Breen, high five by Jalen Brunson, and Jalen Brunson squeezed him like he was his newborn child. His head was in his chest, as if he was as if he was just a newborn out of the womb, and hugged him for twenty seconds. And Jalen Brunson, the first thing out of his mouth was, "We love each other." And this is a team right now that honestly loves each other right now. This Nick team loves each other. 
They enjoy playing basketball with each other. You want to talk about R.J. Barrett, how was he disappointment, whatever. He's still a role player on this team. He didn't have a bad game last night. He didn't hit any threes. That's fine. Whatever. He didn't turn the ball over, and he was a role, role player on this team last night. I will say that Mitchell Robinson's health plays a huge part. I think Mitchell Robinson is a huge part of the focus on this basketball team. But they love each other. They enjoy each other's company. It's similar to, and I can't believe I'm making this comparison, because when you look at the landscape of sports, when you look at hockey, right? Hockey's a a sport where any team could catch fire in the playoffs and they can make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's an outlier. When you look at football, usually the teams with the best quarterbacks, the best teams are still there at the end, right? The Final Four is the Final Four when it comes to football. It's very rare, unless you're the Giants, that you could catch fire and go to the championship game. Right? Unless you're a giant team like that. It can happen. It happens more often than the NBA. Since I was growing up, since I was a little tyke, the best teams in the NBA always made it to the finals. That's what it was. But it feels like the Knicks are becoming this darling right now of the NBA. Just like the Giants became the darling of the NFL. People were betting money line. Giants over Eagles in the divisional round. And I thought, and Connor could attest to this, he's on the other side of the glass. I thought that people were crazy, and I'm a diehard Giants fan. But this Nick team, they're like getting hot at the right time almost. Not that I'm not saying they're going to go out and win the NBA Finals. I'm not saying that. But this is a team you can wholeheartedly get behind. And that you could tell that they enjoy playing with each other. Now, for the future of this Nick team, what do they need? Obviously, a superstar. That's it. They need a superstar. Where is that coming from? I can't I can't answer that. I don't know where that superstar is coming from. But tomorrow night's a huge game, huge contest. And if they beat Boston tomorrow night, this is real now. This Nick team is real. They could go to the playoffs. They could win a round. They could go to the second round. They could win that round. I believe that, Truly. 115%. And hats off to Thibodeau. Hats off to the rest of the coaching staff for doing what they've done. Now you have a game against Boston tomorrow night. You got a game Tuesday night at home against the Hornets. I'll be there. I think I'm going to the game. So it's funny. So last night I'm watching the game and I'm talking to my buddy, the guy, you know, my buddy that I'm going to game with. And I, he goes, dude, no pressure. You want to go, go, whatever. I don't care. You want to sell tickets, sell tickets, whatever. I'm watching a game last night. As soon as Julius Randle hits the three, I text him. I'm like, dude, we're going. I'm like, we're going to the game. When the Knicks are the Knicks in this town, you've heard me say this before. When the Knicks are the Knicks in this town, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than the Knicks in New York. I'll tell you that right now. And the Rangers are the Rangers. They're very much in contention with bringing in Patrick Kane this week. They blew one to Ottawa. They blew one today against the Bruins. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to play the Devils. At least it seems that way. And you're going to have a little interstate rivalry there in hockey. And now the spring is blossoming. Spring is blossoming for some playoff hockey, some playoff basketball at Madison Square Garden. I can't actually believe I'm saying that. Unreal. It's really unreal. And I would never, when the Knicks were meandering around 500, which was literally like two Three weeks ago, before they went on this winning streak, nobody was really confident in what they are doing. I'm confident now.
The belief is there. Hey, listen, they're professional basketball players. If they want to get their rear-ending gear and go full throttle, they could. And it looks like they're gelling, and it looks like it's going to happen. 877-337-6666. Brian Rescona bringing you to 1 o'clock till Paul Rosenberg takes over. we got a lot to do. you got Daniel Jones. We could talk about Daniel Jones. And um, look, listen, with the Giants, they have the leverage from a retainment standpoint, okay? Which means that they could sign him to a franchise tag for what, 30 to $35 million? I don't even know what the franchise tag is for a QB, but it's got to be, it's 30 to $35 million a year. They could sign him, retain him, and Saquon Barkley, who knows? I wouldn't, if you're going to retain Daniel Jones on this franchise tag, it's going to be very hard to sign Saquon for the money that he wants. I would let him walk, do running back guy by committee. Because basically you have no other option at that point. Daniel Jones is going to bet on him. He's betting on himself. By him saying he wants $45 million a year and that contract. And he wants that $45 million a year contract and a long contract. What's four or five years or whatever whatever the heck he wants. He's setting the bar high. He knows the Giants could franchise tag him. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll make $32 million next year. You guys are going to surround me with talent because you're not going to want to lose. Dayball's not going to want to take a step back. Joe Shane's not going to want to take take a step back. Mara's not going to want to take a step back. You're going to surround me with talent. You're going to surround me with some offensive line help. I'm going to have more weapons. You're going to put me on the franchise tag. And then you know what's going to happen after the franchise tag after one year? I'm going to ask for $45 million. And if we make the NFC Championship next year, you're going to give it to me. That's what he's saying. And when you look across the NFC landscape as far as quarterbacks go, who is under 26 years old that's formidable? Jalen Hurts. Other than that, give me another name under 26 years old in the NFC quarterback-wise that is a respectable quarterback. Justin Fields? I mean, there's really nobody else. Packers have Jordan Love. Okay. he. I don't know if he's even under 26. I have no idea. I don't know his age. But the guy hasn't really played. Kirk Cousins not under 26. You got Goff. He's not under 26. Look at the NFC South. They have no quarterbacks. Look at the NFC West. Kyler Murray. He's not under 26. And he's a head case. Baker Mayfield's 27. Stafford's over 27. Geno Smith, old. So I understand where Daniel Jones is coming from, but the leverage is still with the Giants because they have that franchise tag. And you know what, the Jets, and listen, Schefter came out with the tweet this morning. You know, basically it's either Jets or retiring. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sick of this Aaron Rodgers nonsense. I really am. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of wasting oxygen on it. I'm sick of wasting mic time on it. And I thought this dark retreat from Aaron, I mean, call me crazy. I thought this dark retreat with Aaron Rodgers was going to be this, you know, he's going to make a decision. Like, why? what was the point of the dark retreat if Aaron Rodgers isn't making a decision at the end of the dark retreat? He's still going. He's going on podcasts, telling people not to tune in. Don't tune in. If you don't like the drama, blah, 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 you want to call me a diva, then don't tune in. Aaron, I haven't tuned in once. I just can't get escape it. Because I live in a tri-state area where you might play for this Jet team. I can't escape your nonsense. I'm not tuning into your nonsense. I just can't escape it. 
pick a team or don't pick a team and move on. And at what point does Woody Johnson and the rest of the crew there, Joe Douglas with the New York Jets, make a decision to say, I'm not waiting on this guy anymore. I don't want to be holding, you know, nothing at the end of the day. Derek Carr is ready to sign with the Saints. The Saints are ready to sign him tomorrow. I don't want to see here holding the bag with Garoppolo and Mayfield. I would love to be a fly on a wall right now in the Jets' offices. I really would because I would like to know what they actually say. I want to know what they're saying. Behind the scenes, I would love to know because if it was me, I'd be like, forget this guy. Enough already. Like, enough. We'll deal with Derek Carr. We'll surround him with players, and we'll go. And let's go. We have a defense. We got guys. Brees Hall's coming back. I don't know how good he's going to be. Coming off an ACL, the only guy I saw running back-wise that came off an ACL injury twice and was nasty was Adrian Peterson. Even Saquon Barkley himself took another year to get back, and he didn't get back till this year. So where are we? And I'm not waiting on you. I can't wait on you anymore. Enough is enough. Same with the Giants and Daniel Jones. I mean, it's the same thing. I'm so sick of this nonsense. We've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for what now? A month at least? It's sickening. 877-337-6666. Brian Rescona bringing you to 1 a.m. Paul Rosenberg will take over then. And also, I got some thoughts about, um, I don't know if you guys are into it, but if you're into golf, I'm into golf. And right now in the Arnold Palmer, um, Kitayama. Kurt Kitayama leading the field right now um, down there in Florida. Uh, if you're into it, I've been getting into the full swing documentary. I'm two episodes in. Uh, Brooks Kepka's an idiot, and we'll get an all that later. 877-337-6666. Brian Rascona right here on The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.